This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to TMZ Live. Harvey Levin here. Charles here. So Darius Rucker was arrested yesterday. And it turns out this arrest was a long time in coming. Yes, uh, something that uh, is, we didn't know it, but has been hanging over Darius's head for a year now. This is bizarre. Yes. This is bizarre. So, uh, yes, what happened yesterday uh, was that he was taken into custody. Turns out he was taken into custody on a warrant that was issued in December. Now, the reason that police in Tennessee issued that warrant is because they say they pulled him over about a year ago uh, and found some drugs on him, a couple of drugs, according to the police. But I guess they just wanted to figure out what at least one of the drugs was before they actually so took the, him into custody. So the, so the question is, Took a year to figure that out? Yeah. Whatever it What's is. What's going on with the lab? A year? Down. Well, here's what happened. Look, he was pulled over in February of 2023 for expired tags. When they start to search the vehicle, they find a THC pen, which is easily identified, but then they find a bunch of grayish, purplish pills. And they don't know what the pills are, so they have to test them and identify them. They did subsequently test and identify those to be psilocyan, I think. I, I can't pronounce the word, but it's psilocyan, basically yeah, psilocyan. It's, it's akin to psilocybin, which is magic mushrooms. It's the active ingredient in magic mushrooms. But before they were able to identify that, they released him pending identification of the I drugs. understand that, but you can build a house in a year. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Listen, to do you figure know, out do you have what a, do you the have a drug bill testing, is. Do you have a drug testing kit? This is very sophisticated stuff, Harvey. They it, needed to take it, it back to the lab. It is weird that it took it, them it, at it, least until bizarre that seems, this that it took him until December to. How can that be? Well, I don't. I don't think it's the highest uh, urgency matter for them. He had some drugs in his pocket. And it's probably and, not and, a very. And, and by the way, this is a double whammy because not only did he get arrested for this, but his ex-girlfriend then yeah. just drags the, him. The second we broke the story about his arrest, uh, Kate Quigley, not the second, it was a few hours later, uh, Kate Quigley posted, yes, I've heard, all I can say is karma. She is the comedian who was dating uh, Darius a few years ago. She posted another one where she said, mood when you hear your D-bag ex got arrested <laughs> um, with herself in a bikini winking at the camera. I, I, I should wow. say I should say that there's a lot of bad blood between these exes because in the past when they dated, she went through a drug overdose incident, didn't feel that Darius was quite sensitive enough about that, even though publicly he said she was doing great. She said, you know, you and never had, reached out to But they had also broken so up forth. at that point. They had broken up, yeah. but she doesn't think he's the best guy, and it's quite clear. But what's interesting yeah, about when she says karma maybe has to do with the fact that she had a drug issue, he wasn't supportive according to her, so now he's got one, and I think... Maybe that's kind of Maybe where she's going, where she's going with it. But this is bizarre. And you know, I can I? I I'm sorry. I, I don't want to stand on a soapbox or nothing. But the marijuana. But come on, come on. You know what's worse than that? Alcohol. Alcohol is one of the most destructive things in the United States of America and indeed the world. Alcohol. 
which is legal. And I'm not saying to make that illegal. I'm saying it's ridiculous when there are medical benefits to mushrooms and, and, and there are some to mushrooms to as well. And to THC, to both. That's fine, Harvey, but there aren't driving benefits. And he was also pulled over in his car with the blunt in his but pocket. But no, 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 but he wasn't, he wasn't impaired. He wasn't under the influence. They did not. They, they just got him for him possession. Exactly. They got him for possession, Derek. No, that's no, different. that's absolutely true, but you know, you don't really no, know. I don't, no, 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 I don't, I don't know. No, 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 I don't but know. that's, <laughs> that's yeah, exactly it. it. This, this country is upside down. It's like we, we have Super Bowl commercials with alcohol, which, you know, is killing people. And you have a mushroom, you, you have a pill in your car that you don't even take in or your car. 14 pills. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Counting. <laughs> Hey, this is Dan from Boston. First of all, I have so many questions about this, like vehicle registration law. Didn't he uh, get that cleared up before going to Nashville? Like, what are you doing? Darius, we love you. We love your music, but come on, man. Uh, and then uh, obviously his ex is a savage for going over the top rope. <laughs> okay. That is a, a perfect description, going over the top rope on him. Wow, that was bad. Uh, this next story is... I'll tell you, this is crazy the way yes. everything kind of comes together. Just, just goes to show when you're when you're on a podcast or you're on social media and you're saying stuff about celebrities, you it, could get famous, and then it might really <laughs> come back to bite you in the ass. Yeah. Uh, Io Adebri, the uh, award-winning star of The Bear, uh, who is boy, she's really cleaned up uh, she, during award season. She's winning everything, and uh, she is hosting SNL this week. And as it turns out. J-Lo is the musical guest. Which sounds great, right? Sounds great. What, what could go wrong? Except uh, for the fact that we found out there was a podcast that Io went on uh, back in 2020. This was before she was had big fame. Uh, she was doing, I think she was doing stand-up comedy at that point. But she was talking to the host all about J-Lo. And that the point of this podcast is calling out people that the host and her guest feel are scamming the public in some way. And their theory was that J-Lo was scamming the public into thinking she's a good singer. Today I was actually thinking about one of my favorite scams of all time um, because J-Lo is hosting or is uh, performing at the Super Bowl halftime yes, she show. she is, which is a scam in itself. And her whole career is one long scam. Oh, the longest con. She thinks she's on multiple tracks, but it's not her. Like, it will literally be Ashanti or Christina Milian or, like, another girl who sounds like her. Like, it's other people. But and is she collecting the royalties? Yes. I love it. That's a scam. Ooh, baby. She thinks that... She's still good, even though, like, she's not singing for most of these songs. Like, a and a I was reading up because I was just, I just, I was fascinated. I became fascinated for myself. And a lot of the, like, uh like write-ups of the song will be like, J-Lo didn't have time to make it to the studio. Like, J-Lo was busy. It's like, doing what? <laughs> not singing, obviously. <laughs> So Ooh. let me just let me just address wow. let me let me just address Ooh. these and I'll 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 characterize them as allegations and claims because that's exactly what they are. What AO is talking about here is this long-standing rumor about Jennifer Lopez that she has quote ghostwriters that she doesn't really sing her songs and that a lot of backup singers really kind of carry the song for her and that her, that her contributions to the song really aren't all that much. These are these are rumors and allegations that have been kind of following her throughout her career. That's exactly what they are. They're unfounded. They're claims. She's running with them as facts. So shame on her on that front. On the on the larger picture here though, 
this is damning. I mean, this is damning. Like AO is calling it a scam. She's saying Jennifer Lopez is essentially a fraud. And now they're they're doing SNL together. IO is the host this weekend. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez is the musical talent. And they're gonna be doing promos together. There's already one promo they've done where IO name drops Jennifer Lopez. She's not actually in the promo yet. Yeah. Got them, they, they always trot out a few more. There's probably they're probably filming some today, and they're probably gonna be released today in the in the next 24 hours. Very awkward, and I guess I can just provide the latest update and the latest reporting we have, which is that we're hearing from sources with direct knowledge that AO is, is a fan of J-Lo and that she's changed her tune and that she loves J-Lo and that she's happy to be in her presence and that this was so long ago and she doesn't wait a minute, really it was, mean it. Was, it. Tw- wait a minute, it was 2020. Well, that was four it, years it, right. ago. Right, it, was, it wasn't that long ago. And what's, I suspect... what's, what's Jennifer Lopez done <laughs> to make her completely reverse her I decision on how she's literally, literally can, nothing probably. We can read I suspect Io was, yes. was being truthful here and very well probably feels still feels the same way. Shame on Io, I think, for not realizing, oh, I'm going to be doing something with J-Lo. Did I ever talk about J-Lo? Oh, yeah, I did. Let me go back and find that and scrub that. But Shame on Io. This. She's new to the biz. This is a good learning lesson, though, in showbiz and fame. You got to button up. You got to button Fabian, up your act, especially if you know you've said some crazy things in the past. What, what do you? I mean, think about. I, I know what you're saying. You said shame on IO, but what, if you're IO and Lauren Michaels comes to you and says, "We want you to host SNL," huge break for you, right? Like you already have a lot of success with the Bear. No, what Fabian's SNL, saying. What Fabian's saying is cover up. I mean, no, why, what, would, what why should she do a cover up? What is she going to do? And he's saying scrub the podcast. I'm saying once she became aware that Jennifer Lopez is going was to be the, be mix, the musical she guest, she got a heads up at, at, of, at some point, obviously. But Fabian, that's a scam. <laughs> that's the same <laughs> thing. Once she Jennifer Lopez is going to be in the mix, you think to yourself, do I have any history with this person? Have I said anything crazy about this person? If, if, considering how harsh she was going on her here, yeah. you, that, it's got to stand out. Like, yeah, I actually did. Let me go back and fix that. Oh, well, it's out there now. So there you go. Hey, my name is Kiwante from Columbus, Ohio. I say let the sparks fly. I think her prep talk that she had on CNN, on SNL crashed land on J-Lo's front lawn once again, and she's going to have to clean it up. <laughs> Crash lands on Yeah. That's we've got very, very um, uh, the imagery that yes. all the Skypers today. I, I will say this. When you see the SNL promos, and every time that Io mentions Jennifer Lopez, you can't help but think what's going through her head now when she says Jennifer Lopez. Hey, like, am I going to be? We're out of time, but real quick, did do you see? I, I didn't see the promo. Yeah. Do they have the two of them in the promo? Jennifer has not actually in, been in the any promo. Of the that's already yet. out. Io yeah. just name drops her. Jennifer's not uh, in it, but they're uh, probably going to be filming more where they're side to side or on the same stage. So we'll see maybe. more of that later today. Maybe. <laughs> Well, we are about to get an inside look at what Wendy Williams' life is like now. Of course, she's no longer doing her show. She's had all sorts of health issues. She's also had some very serious financial issues. And a lot of that's been well documented. Well, there's a new documentary that is, you're gonna hear from Wendy and the people closest to her about what's going on in her life right now. And it is, the the promo for Where Is Wendy Williams uh, is, pretty emotional at times because it's very clear that Wendy is upset with the way things have played out here and how she feels she's been treated, particularly as it uh, pertains to her finances. So here is a little bit of the uh, preview trailer that they released. All I know is how to be famous. I really want to be back on television. You're gonna be back on TV. That's easy. My mom has done a great job making it seem like everything is okay always. Wendy, make sure you look here. One, two, three. But in reality, there's something wrong going on. Did you see a neurologist to find out if I'm crazy? 
Mm-hmm. She put in front of a judge and given a guardian. That was when they took her away from us. I have no money. And I'm going to tell you something. If it happens to me, it could happen to you. As her family, we were all sitting on the sidelines watching, and she was crying out for help. Did you drink this whole thing today? Keep it there. Okay. Keep it there. Anybody could look at her and tell this is not just alcohol. There's something more going on. Wow, this is really really upsetting. Hey, look, I mean, people have, have seen her struggles. And, you know, a lot of this kind of surfaced right around the time of her divorce, right. um, which was really, really acrimonious and terrible. And her husband at the time, he was her manager. He was managing, I, I believe, managing her finances. And yeah. I'm not suggesting... And that's not who she's talking about here. I, Yeah, I'm not suggesting right. he did anything. Yeah. But she has just had a rough go. You Health, like her, you said, health-wise... In term, I mean, the fact that she's broke. Wendy Williams was I don't know huge. She's, the, the, she said broke. But the complaint is she doesn't have access to her. She has a, a the court she, it's, a, it's her like a, conservative a financial yeah, guardian. Yeah. And she doesn't have access this to her. This is money. A, effectively a conservatorship. Right. Guys, right. what I think is really interesting here is Wendy serves as an executive producer on this documentary. And, and obviously, when you're an executive producer, you have control um, with what's being put out. But this seems like nothing was off the table at all. And I kind of find it interesting that she was okay with all of these comments from her family. If I remember correctly, she kind of has a very up and down relationship with her family, both from afar and immediate. So this is very interesting that she's signed off on some of these things being put out there. Jackie from Sarasota, Florida, and it's just so sad what's happening to Wendy. I can't wait to watch the documentary to find out what exactly has happened. I saw it the day she fainted and watched the show and then suddenly she wasn't there and there was one excuse after the other and hopefully we'll get to find out what what's going on. Whatever it turns out to be, it's just sad that it's, she has to go through that. Now. It's really, really sad. Okay, we are gonna move on. Yes, to Alyssa Milano who is defending the fact that she posted a GoFundMe to raise money for her son's baseball team. They were uh, going to Cooperstown yeah. and, um, and look, she got dragged for it, but she's also donated a lot of money to the team, especially for low-income people in the team. Yeah. And it's, so it's had an impact on the whole family. She's done a lot and she's making the point that um, not only did she get dragged over this, but there were people online who were going after her son. Right. Um, and uh, saying awful things about her to him. Um, her son, of course, defended his mom. He has to deal with that. But Alyssa's point, her overall point is, I am just like all the other moms on this team. Uh, as much as I'd love to pay for the entire team and their families, I cannot afford to do so. Maybe someday. Also, if I did pay for everyone, my trolls would find something else to be hurtful about. Boy, has she nailed yeah. it. Uh, she says, regardless of how you feel about me going on to my hardworking 12-year-old son's oh. Instagram page and leaving these kinds of messages is so horrid. Leave the kids alone. Let them play baseball. Boy, that is, I got to say, true. that is such a dead-on, accurate, good response to all yeah. these people. It's like you make an assumption. Oh, well, she was on TV. She should pay for everything. It's not the way it works. I mean, you make assumptions that everybody is just flush with cash because they're on a show, right. and it's just not reality. It's not the way the world works. Yeah, and she said, like, of course I've contributed to my son's, you know, baseball team, like with uniforms and all these other things, but she's saying, look, if you're against donating, it's very simple. Don't donate. If exactly. you want to help the team, feel free to donate. Here's the link. And by the way, 
the GoFundMe that was originally created for her son and, and their team has gotten over over the asking amount. Like they originally wanted only 10k, now it's at 12k. So Looks you would like hope actually like it's up to 13 now. So oh, 13. Yeah. Oh wow, it's just going yeah. up and up. I mean, so I hope that the extra money that they got, maybe that could go towards something else fun for the kids. I mean, doing these field trips when you're young, whether it's baseball, cheer, whatever. They're so memorable when you become an adult. Like, I still think about cheer camp. It's great. We never had a single... I think we went to, like, the L.A. Times downtown once. Get and out of here. It. You went to camp... That was a... No, no, That was a whole different thing, and I worked at that camp. But it's like... But anyway, look, I mean, I, I, I am so down with what she's saying. And just yesterday, I mean, in Congress, they were talking, although... The way the senators were talking, it was just BS. You know, they were, oh, you're on TV. What do you want to say you're on TV? No, you're a senator. Shouldn't be talking about TV. Right. But the point of social media being this kind of a damaging thing to kids, yeah. this 12-year-old kid. Right, and suddenly people are attacking him. BS. Hi, this is Shane from California. And at first when I saw this, I was kind of like, eh. But then hearing that she has already donated to the team. I think it's great. I think fundraising is a big part of being on a team sport. And so the kids are learning this experience. But also, if you are an adult and you feel the need to go comment on a child's Instagram, talking poorly about them, their parents, Anything but encouraging, you have no business being on social media. Going and negatively commenting on a child's Instagram is the worst of the worst. Not the way that, the world works That these would days. reduce about at least half of the people on social media yeah, if that were to happen. for sure. Well, the airline industry has all sorts of issues on its hands right now, uh, many of which we've talked about for several weeks. I don't know that this one is going to rise up on their, uh, on their priority list. Yeah, this is not at 737 MAX territory. But I will say, for if you're a passenger um, like Gracie Bond, who is an Instagram model and influencer, uh, I understand what she's saying here, that this is an issue. What to do about it, I'm not sure, but Gracie's gonna join us in just a second, but here is the video that she posted that went viral because, well, for a lot of reasons, um, people are talking about her complaint about uh, airline seats being too small. Airplanes should have bigger seats. So today I had a flight, and even if I was flying on first class, I couldn't fit on the airplane seat. So this is a petition for all the airlines. So big girls like me can fly. It's not my fault to have an ass this big. Please just make them bigger. So um, it's an issue for a lot of people. Yes. There's just not enough room for various reasons. In her case, um, you see boot. the issue. Yes. Um, so guess what? Uh, we got her. Yes, uh, Gracie is joining us right now. Uh, TMZ goes far and wide. She's in Italy. That's All the Coliseum. That, that is not a fake backdrop. That's the Coliseum, <laughs> the real Coliseum she behind is it. in Rome. Yes. She's joining us now. Uh, Gracie, welcome to TMZ Live. Hey, Gracie. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I love traveling, so this is a real issue for me, and I'm sure that it is to a lot of women. So what's the solution, though? Because, look, if you increase the size of the seat, you're going to have fewer seats in the plane. The cost of flying is going to go up. So it's kind of balancing everything. So what's, what are you suggesting? Yes, I'm not sure about it because 
if I go in a train, I'm very comfortable. If I go in a bus, I'm very comfortable. I don't understand why paying for first class shouldn't be comfortable. You know, it's a real issue if you don't offer to, I don't know, big people those options uh, to be more, I don't know, accepted in a plane that is you are paying for. So this is a real petition because I really want to travel like anybody else. So, yeah. So, Gracie, you're saying like even in a first class seat, and I'm, I actually am curious because you're standing in front of the Coliseum, what your travel was like to get over there. I actually made a video. So for this travel to Rome, I couldn't find first class seats. There wasn't any available. So I bought two seats. And I even made the video sitting on the two seats and I couldn't fit. <laughs> it was very, very, it was funny because even in that way, it was uncomfortable. So I think airlines should have another option, at least two extra large seats for people like me, because I am sure that I am not the biggest woman on earth. So I wonder how other people do. And I don't get why people get mad with my petition because I, I used to be a very big girl. Now I have surgery. People is saying like, oh, let her buy her own plane and all that stuff. But I don't agree with well, that. So you know, well, there, we should talk about that. There, there are people who are saying, because a lot of people are commenting on comments, this, yeah. that this was, they, they believe, and I'm just going to put it out there, this isn't us, <clears throat> that you did something surgically um, to enhance, enhance your, your butt. Your butt. And that that was your decision, and that the airlines shouldn't have to conform to a decision you make. Um, that's what some of the comments are. Uh, what do you say about that? I understand why people say that because I understand that I'm a very big girl, but I have always been like this. I used to uh, weigh 300 pounds, and my legs and my butt was always this big. It was a real issue for me all my life. And now the surgeries I got were more like to make me thinner at the belly, at the arms. That's why maybe people think that I have implants or something in my butt, but I don't. Even if, if that was the case, that I'm sure a lot of people have those, they should have options, you know? And not because I got surgery in other parts of my body doesn't mean that my request is valid, you know? To your point, yeah. So we know what the public uh, thinks. I'm curious if you've heard from any of the airlines that you fly with, um, if there's been any response from them uh, about with, uh, to your complaint? I haven't filed any serious complaint to customer service of any airline, but I indeed received some airlines inviting me to fly with them, but nothing too serious. But I am definitely looking forward to make them, you know, hear what I have to say as a feedback, you know. Yeah, you gotta take it to them if you really want there to be a change. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Um, yeah, we, I, I hadn't really thought of this and it raises a whole bunch of issues when people choose to enhance their butt and whatnot. But it's really interesting. Enjoy Rome. Yeah, enjoy, uh, have enjoy a great trip. time there. Thank you, thank you so Hopefully much. Hopefully it'll be comfortable return flight. I guess what people she's saying have. is, dead, yeah, but dedicating, but see, two seats. So do you have like a, you're saying like maybe a section of the plane, maybe the last, or maybe the middle. We, we should not go down this road. Okay. Never mind. This is a really bad yeah, idea. You are. We right. are. We are going to take a break. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, Michael Bublé at the NHL All Star Game makes a confession that has nothing to do with hockey. It has to do with what he took before he arrived at the arena. 
shrooms. And he says someone lied to him about how many he took. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Every week, TMZ investigates pop culture's biggest stories. No, 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 no. And Fox Monday, TMZ digs deeper into Kanye's controversies. If you don't care about being canceled, you can't be canceled. Is it a mental illness episode? Or is that just an excuse? TMZ investigates Kanye West, Monday at 9, 8 central on Fox. Welcome back to TMZ Live, where apparently the word of the day is shrooms. Um, we started with shrooms, and we're back to shrooms. After Darius Rucker's uh, arrest, police say that he had uh, shrooms on him. Well, Michael Buble is at the NHL All-Star Game, and actually he's in a very high-profile spot. He's one of the captains, one of the honorary captains at the NHL All-Star Game. And uh, it's in Toronto this year. I think that's why they have Michael and Will Michael's Arnett. Canadian. Famous Canadians. Uh, <laughs> but during a, after they had a ceremony last night, they were picking teams, and then afterward they had a news conference where Michael revealed that he had uh, taken shrooms. There's some question about whether he did or he didn't, and I, there's a very good reason for that, but watch well, the and question listen. Is how, if he did, how, much how many? Did. Yeah, well, watch and listen to how he was delivering this news. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, and he was lying. <laughs> So, I'll be honest, I thought I was in blaze of glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down and then I realized, holy I am at the NHL All-Star Game. So it sounds mm. from that that he actually did it. And then Will Arnett went on to say, jokingly, saying, oh, well, there go all your sponsorships. And I don't know if that's what <laughs> led to the next stage of the story, which was the backstroke. Michael Bublé going, yeah, he just, no, 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 he, he I, 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 I did it. Um, I don't know, and some people are uh, not, they're questioning whether or not, which, where, which do you believe? Do you believe him saying he didn't take them? It's weird that he sits or there and tells this whole story if it's not true. I mean, that's why I kind of believed him at face value that when he, he said That he did have Yeah, because right. he, he's, he's saying this, I mean, this is not like five seconds. This is 45 seconds. And yeah. it feels real. And then all of a sudden, when Will Arnett <laughs> says that, it's almost like he, he also uh -oh. was smiling a lot, like uh, yeah. might have been on them. I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, my shroomy senses are tingling. I've been to Coachella enough times to kind of detect this kind of thing. I'm reading this guy like a book. But I'll tell you what I think is going on. The sale, possession, and consumption and production of magic mushrooms is illegal in Canada, and I think he's covering his tracks here because he might not uh, be looking good in uh, the legal eye right now. So well, I, but wait I, a minute, I think he backtracked a little bit because no, of said, that. You said, said legal or illegal. illegal? They are illegal. Illegal. Right. Yeah. But wait a minute, Will Arnett didn't, didn't clue him in on that. Will Arnett just said you could lose sponsors. So now yeah, maybe Will Arnett doesn't know, and maybe Will Arnett's no, not but how did, because he how did, did take shoes. How did Michael find out 
to reverse course. Probably after all of this, because it was at dinner, some hours later, he was with YouTuber Steve Dangler, or oh. Steve Dangle. He's apparently a big uh, hockey figure, a big personality, and they were probably like, uh, get something what out there to kind of clear the air here. And he was Muffin. eating bread and said bread was the issue. <laughs> <laughs> well, that oh, that doesn't make it any more believable. My name is back from Arizona. Um, my opinion is if my friend offered me to do that while I was about to go play hockey with some celebrities, that's something I wouldn't be able to pass up myself. So I don't blame him. More power to Michael there. Yeah. I, I, the more I think about this, he might have expanded his I, fan base. I think he did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, we got to move on. Yes, uh, moving on now to Olivia Culpo. Olivia Culpo. And actually, you know, everyone's talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. That's what I was thinking about here leading up to the Super Bowl. And everybody wants to see where Taylor Swift is going to be seated. We all assume that you're going to be seeing her nonstop during the game. But... And she has been in a luxury suite every time she's gone to a game. But she'll be in a luxury suite this time, for sure. If you think that every player can get their family and friends and girlfriends and wives into uh, luxury suites, it's not the case. Well, it may not be the case, but in this case, with Olivia Culpo and Kristen McCaffrey, you would think they've got so much money so that this is a non-issue. For non-football uh, fans, Kristen McCaffrey is the star of the 49ers, and he is engaged to Olivia Culpo. Well... Christian's mom, Lisa McCaffrey. Who is also incredibly successful. Yes. Uh, uh, Lisa McCaffrey was asked about, you know, where they're going to be sitting. Will you guys be in a luxury box watching? I'm guessing the question probably had something to do with Taylor Swift. Um, because everything and, does with football Doesn't now. it? And here's what Lisa had to say. They're not going to be in a luxury suite, and I think there's a good reason for it. We um, looked into a suite and none of us can afford it. Not even Christian money bags over there and nor money bags Olivia. So we are not in a suite. I'll tell you that right now. We did negotiate like a different, like an area. I don't exactly understand what it is, but anyway, we are in there and we'll probably part of the problem is I, I wanted eight tickets together because I was felt strongly about everybody being together. Um, so anyway, long story short, they're outrageously expensive. They're stupid expensive. It's, I don't know if it's the Taylor Swift factor, if it's the first time mm. in Vegas factor. His best friends, um, they can't afford it. Like, And Christian used all his tickets to get these other seats for us. Gosh. Yeah. And you know, the, the, by the way, Christian's contract is like 60 million, north mil. of 60 million. Yeah. Yeah, 65 mil, Charles. So what so are these tickets going for? <laughs> yeah, well, so here's the deal, Harvey. So the uh, cheapest price, just for a ticket, not a suite, is uh, $6,500. That's nosebleed? Price, yeah, so worst seats in the house, Harvey. Jeez. Average price, 9300 So obviously factoring all the different seats in different locations. But these suites are a different story. If you think that's unaffordable, see, uh, suites start at $300,000, going all the way up to an asking price of $2.5 million. So, I mean, she's really not kidding. Like, could Christian that's McCaffrey nuts. technically afford it? Yeah, but does he want to use, like, a tenth of his salary for from this yeah. season on a, on a suite for a game? No, obviously not. I am John from Clearwater. I just want to say the uh, Super Bowl suites are at $2 million, not going to be for everybody. It would be great if I could go, if you could go, if anybody could go to the Super Bowl anyway. But getting a suite is for the elite of the elite. It's not for players. It's not for players' moms. That's for the CEOs and the yep. people that are building the building the Super Bowl, right. not for the people participating. How, or or how, billionaires like Taylor Swift. How did you find glasses to match that sweatshirt? <laughs> they perfectly match. 
That's crazy. Uh, insanely cheap, actually. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, Apple says it is the most ambitious product they've ever released. Which is really crazy because I would Considering think the, the iPhone. iPhone. Yeah. Right. But maybe they didn't know what the iPhone was going to become when they released it. Um, but we're talking about the Apple Vision Pro. They came out today. There was big launch all around the country. They even got Tim Cook was even at uh, the Apple store in New York meeting customers and uh, showing off this product, which, as they say, they think is going to be a revolution. Um, and it, it's different, slightly different from uh, virtual reality glasses. This is augmented reality, and which, I'm sorry, I know... This isn't really part of this segment, but as soon as I said virtual reality, it reminded me oh my God, of what, what Tim happened showed yesterday, yesterday in Tim's oh, Rejects. This is hysterical. Just look, this is just so funny. Real quick. <laughs> Sorry. She's okay. It's the only reason we're allowed to laugh about it. Um, but that, I would imagine, wouldn't happen when you're wearing augmented reality glasses. She was wearing virtual reality. Uh, someone who has actually tried out this Apple Vision Pro is Brian Heater. He is an editor at, uh, at TechCrunch, Tech and he is joining us right now to give us his review. Brian, welcome to TMZ Live. Hey, Brian. Hey, I need to update that headshot. I haven't had a beard in about a year. <laughs> uh, okay, we will update that. So um, can you kind of let us know what is different about this from the others? What, what are the features? So this is something called mixed reality. So it's, it's effectively like a combination of VR and AR. The big difference between the two is that VR is, is fully immersive. AR is kind of like Pokemon Go or Google Glass. It's projecting things onto the real world. Uh, because it's VR, it uses a technology called pass-through, which uses a pair of, I can actually show it to you, uses a pair of cameras on the front to capture the, the room in front of you and it projects it back to you in uh, almost real time. Um, the big difference, it, the uh, the spatial computing effect, the, it does a fantastic job actually putting like windows and videos in place in your room. And then just the video quality, the these tiny displays are able to create effectively a 4K picture in front of you. Wow. So you could just put on these goggles and be looking at the wall in your living room, but you're, it's going to be like you're looking at a big screen TV. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I went against my uh, sleep hygiene schedule and um, <laughs> uh, fell asleep with it last night. And I was, uh, I was under the stars at Yosemite watching some wow. horrible horror movie on Hulu last night. Can I ask you a sociological question here? You know, as everybody kind of retreats from interacting with human beings, you know, with texting, <laughs> and now the idea that you can create an immersive experience, is there a danger that all of this is going to so isolate human beings that it's going to create almost a crisis of relationships, communications, friendships, you mean like what's that? already started? Yeah. Um, are, are you too familiar with the term Uncanny Valley? Uh, Do you I know what that not, is? I am not. Uncanny Valley. All right, Uncanny Valley is, is this phenomenon where if you see like a like in a video game or just like a computer rendering of a person. Remember the movie Polar Express with Tom Hanks? Yes. Remember yes. how it creeped everybody out? It's it's that sort of, there's, there's the closer you get to rendering a human, like basically the creepier it gets. I don't know if it's possible to replay the video we played at the beginning, but uh, that was a video of my persona. So if I'm like 
you know, zooming with you. So that's me uh -huh. right there. Uh, I look like a giant thumb. Um, <laughs> if I'm zooming with you or FaceTiming with you with this headset on, because there's no camera facing me and, I, and I've got it on, on my face, uh, it, it creates like create. a 3D rendering of me. Yeah. Um, and you do that during the login process. It's very similar to like face ID on your phone. So there's definitely a level of disconnect there. Um, I, I'll say a couple things. I mean, this is a, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get to a $3,500 headset. So it's not yeah, like yeah, that was tomorrow. <laughs> Everybody's going to be wearing one of these things. Uh, I don't, at the end of the day, I don't know how ultimately how big of a difference it's going to make, like, especially after the last four years, because we're all mostly just stuck at home talking to each other on Zoom anyway. Do you think uh, this is going to be transformative or is this just kind of a thing like the Apple glasses that kind of some people used, but it kind of went away? Yeah, uh, the Google glass. The Google glass. Yeah. Google glasses, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I'll say a couple of things. One, Google Glass was um, ahead of its time, you know, for better or for worse, like the technology just wasn't there. This, if you get a chance to go to an Apple store and check it out, it, it, it's very impressive. It's not perfect. It's very much a, a first generation product, but um, it's, it, it's, ex it's extremely cool. It's very interesting. One of the things that Apple has been pushing is this idea of spatial computing. So you put your headset on, you sit in front of your uh, MacBook or, or Mac desktop, and it creates a giant virtual display, and you can move like windows all around you. So the computing element is really interesting. There's a lot of interesting enterprise applications like surgery. They've got those demos out there. I think that given the price, it, it's going to take a few generations for it to come down to a point where people are actually like... yeah have enough money to buy it. In the meantime, we could see this being transformative in um, industry, like uh, car designers. Like that's a really cool experience, just walking around this virtual model of a car. Yeah, that's actually interesting. Hmm. Okay. I actually think they'd make nice uh, ski goggles. <laughs> what? I'm not saying I'm gonna try it, but they look like it might work. I don't oh, know. That's, what, well, what, if, what, if Harvey gets you one, you know, you yeah. can bring it out on the slopes next year. Yeah. See yeah, how that works. Yeah, excellent idea, Brian. <laughs> Brian, maybe I will get him one. So he'll go down the he'll go down like a diamond slope. Here we go. And he'll be looking at like, I don't know, the yeah. Colosseum in Rome and he'll uh -huh. hit a tree. Well, wow, that's what you want? <laughs> Thanks a you lot. You the segment with a viral video of the lady like running into her refrigerator. Right, and now it's if come back. If you do that, uh, just imagine the traffic. Yeah, All right, that's great. true. All right, hey, thanks, we really Brian. appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. I was kidding you. You just want me to hit a track. I was kidding you. Great. Okay. I oh, was you're going to regret that. A joke. Okay. All right. Um, Don't say that. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you going skiing? Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> Oh, really sad news. Uh, Carl Weathers, yeah. who of course played Apollo Creed, is an incredible, just as much a part of the Rocky lore as Rocky, has passed away. Carl was 76 years old. God, this just gave me chills. Yeah, I, I mean. just gave me chills. I obviously, like many people, grew up watching all of those Rocky movies um, and was distraught when Apollo Creed died in the Rocky movies. And now to lose Carl Weathers uh, is really uh, a sad. He had such an amazing career and life. Really did. And, and life. beyond Rocky, also yeah. all the Predator movies. Yeah, he got to be, I mean, of, of the 80s action stars, he starred Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger with Rocky and Predator. He was right up there with the biggest guys of that era. He yeah. really was. And his family, uh, in announcing his passing, um, a lot of very accurate things, saying Carl was an exceptional human being who lived an extraordinary life 
Through his contributions to film, television, the arts, and sports, he has left an indelible mark and is recognized worldwide and across generations. So um, we do so not well know said. cause of death. Um, it, it seems like he may have been ill, but he was working. Yeah, he was working. Still working. I, I talked to someone like within the last few months who had gone to an event and were like, yeah, Carl Weathers was there and they were yeah. so excited to see him. But Yeah, um, he has multi-generational things, like you said, and he did comedy too. You know, he was in uh, Happy Gilmore back in the 90s. A lot of people know right. him for that. He was on Arrested Development, played himself, kind of a parody of himself. He was on The Mandalorian now for like Star Wars fans. So for 50 years, he's been in all kinds of very beloved things. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about? Hey, it's Pez in Nashville. I'm just saw the the uh, Darius Rucker story about him getting arrested. I'm so surprised. He has a pretty clean reputation around town. And I saw that he was blaming his girlfriend for the pills, yeah. at least in the story. Uh, didn't she have a drug issue not too long ago? Different girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the girlfriend who was with him when he got pulled over is not the one. Right. You're, you're thinking of the prior one. Kate Quigley, yeah. Um, do something about legalizing mushrooms in Tennessee, would you? Uh, okay, one more. <laughs> no big deal. You, you can do that. My name is Kenny from Brampton, Ontario. Um, I'm here to talk about um, Wendy Williams. Honestly, I really, really, really hope she's okay and that everything's all right. I'm very happy that she's talking about everything that's going on with her on her account and not on anyone else's account. And I'm so happy she's finally set the story straight and she's telling everyone in her way and in a documentary. It's gonna be interesting to watch. I mean, it seems like she is not holding back. Well, everyone's over the Scandoval now, right? I mean, I, although it appears Ariana isn't based on uh, something I, I, she said I knew this, this the air was gonna go out of this balloon sooner than the Everybody's moved on. Ariana uh, had a new boyfriend, don't know if she's still with him, but Tom Sandoval has also moved on now, uh, and he is dating a woman named Victoria Lee Robinson. Ooh, drum roll. Okay, hold on. Shocker. Where, where have you been, Mrs. Robinson? With Leo DiCaprio before this. Back in 2016, she and Leo were hanging out. So 2016, age. You're trying to figure out her age. The age, yeah. Okay. She is now in her she early 30s, She was 23, 30s, now she's 31. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Right. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, Tom's been showing her off on uh, his social media a bit. You don't even remember the damn scandal anymore. So you'll remember Victoria. You will remember Victoria. Have a great weekend. <laughs> we'll see you Monday.